Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 353, and I am back. Actually, I never really went away. Uh, as some of you who've been following the podcast know that I, I did take a little bit of a break as I like to say, without taking a break, with the summer movie series. And first of all, I want to thank everyone who tuned into that and all the positive feedback and support I got while I was doing the summer movie series. It was an experiment. It was a lot of fun. And I want to share a little bit of why I did the summer movie series. Now, as I've talked about on the podcast mini series, niching your podcast is important. And I don't want to take away from that. And, uh, and, and I do think it's important to stick with a specific focus. However, the reality is if you do commit to content, there are times where you're going to need to take a break. And that's where I found myself, uh, found myself last spring was I needed a little bit of a break. I'd been focusing a lot on business content, productivity, life hacks. That's the, the main theme of moving forward. And I wanted to take a break without taking a break from the podcast itself. And I've talked about this on the miniseries, that sometimes it's a good idea to design your podcast so that you can build in those breaks. For me, I typically take a couple weeks off at the end of December. And in fact, that's something that I've only started doing in the last couple of years. If you listen to the early seasons of Moving Forward, I was pretty much releasing an episode every single week throughout the entire year. Now I've changed that up a little bit. I didn't want to take a full break over the summer. I wanted to continue with the podcast. So what I did was I switched up the content and I decided to create a new mini series. And this one was just basically for fun. I wanted to share some movies that I enjoy that might be a good watch or something for you to check out uh, during your summer. And I had a lot of fun doing it. I covered a lot of different movies that uh, I've really enjoyed classics, some horror movie, one horror movie, some uh, staples from my childhood, like The Karate Kid, really enjoyed it. And it gave me a chance to flex some some, uh, extra podcast muscles. Reviewing films is a different format. It's a different type of podcast than what I normally do. And it also helped me keep my writing skills sharp, being able to write movie reviews and to point out what I enjoyed about a movie and, you know, what Uh, what were some critiques of them. That's a different type of skill set and it's a different muscle to sharpen. So I really enjoyed doing this. And so uh, I recommend if you are a content creator, sometimes you're going to feel like, especially if you've been doing this for a while, that you might need to take a break. One way to do so without actually taking a break from the entire content creating process is to try something different, try something new. It's okay if you want to devote some of the space and some of the time to other things that you're interested in. 
and it may engage or re-engage your audience in a completely different way. So that's why I did the summer movie series. I switched it up so that the episodes would air on Friday just to distinguish it from the rest of the normal season. And uh, by the way, if you are interested in checking out these episodes, I have a new mini-series page on the website at bemovingforward.com where you will find the entire collection for the 2021 summer movie series. I may do this again in the future. I I got a really good response on this, and um, it it may be something I, I do in the future. I'm not sure yet, but at the very least, this was a fun break to have without actually walking away from the podcast. So again, if you want to check out the summer movie series, and these movies, for the most part, I think are great anytime during the year. I just happen to associate these particular films with the summertime. Again, that's on the website. All right, let's dive into the episode today. couple of updates. I left off in the spring uh, on a little bit of a cliffhanger, a little bit uh, mysterious as to what's going on with the Poshmark book. So I've been working on a book about Poshmark based in no small part on the miniseries I did on Moving Forward. That Those episodes are available on the website as well as uh, primarily based off of the last uh, three years that we've been on the platform. And my goal was to basically package everything that we've done and to share some of our best practices that allowed us to build up uh, a successful business online with it. And uh, I was literally getting to the point where I was uh, about to order a proof when uh, I got a last minute email. And uh, this is what I can share in terms of uh, an initial update. Uh, and I, I will probably devote a full episode to this at some point in the future. But uh, I got a, a, a interest from a literary agent, and this led into a couple of conversations uh, in the late spring into the summer. And I'm excited to announce that I have signed with a literary agent and am now represented by Jennifer Chen Tran at the Bradford Literary Agency. It's I'm really excited. It was just a great conversation. And um, we've talked about ways that this book can speak to an audience. And I will share a little bit of where we are with it right now. So working with a literary agent, our goal is to get this traditionally published. So uh, get it to the widest audience possible. And uh, so what I had to do was focus on creating a proposal. And a proposal is essentially a business plan for a book. And uh, it includes a summary. It includes uh, a high-level 10,000-foot view of the content, but also things like who, what is the market for the book? What is the potential market for the book? What is the marketing strategy? All of those different types of things. It's essentially a full business plan for a book. And um, I've worked with Jennifer, and we've been kind of trading notes back and forth, and she's given me some incredible feedback And where we are right now, I can say, is that we are in the process of fine-tuning the proposal, hopefully finishing it up fairly soon. And once that is done, then Jennifer will, as my agent, uh, start sending it out to editors and uh, publishers to see uh, which publisher might be interested in picking up the book. So it's really exciting. It's a completely different process. I have learned so much. And it's been really wonderful working with someone who's a professional in the industry. So again, I may go into this in the future uh, in more detail. I'll keep you up to date on that. But that's where we are with the Poshmark book. So that is the uh, big update I wanted to give you there. For the rest of the episode, we are going to talk about a new feature on Poshmark 
which came out a couple of months ago, and I really am excited to talk to you about this because this, I think, is a game changer. I've talked a lot about video. Video, I think, was their big change in 2020. In 2021, the new feature that I think is really going to make Poshmark uh, just an incredible platform for anyone who is creating a lot of listings or is building up a business or a store on there, and for small businesses like uh, like my dad's that are branching out into e-commerce, is bulk sharing. And I've talked a lot about uh, sharing in terms of sharing listings to your followers and sharing them at parties. And if you want a more detailed discussion of those, I, I do recommend check out the full web's uh, mini-series on Poshmark. I'll have it linked in the uh, write-up. But sharing your listings is important and doing so regularly to keep your listings current, to keep them visible uh, so that uh, sharing, as I've talked about, is sort of like uh, having one of those digital pets from the 1990s where you just have to keep them active. You have to keep uh, giving them attention where if you want a, a, a more basic analogy, think of it as watering your plants. You want to keep those listings active. You don't want to just uh, just set it and forget it. Because sharing your listings is how you will uh, get them visible and keep them visible to new users as well as existing users and buyers. The other effect of sharing your listings is that it also builds the SEO for your listing outside of Poshmark even. I've noticed that with uh, our listings that sometimes when I Google them, the uh, they'll pop the, our listings on Poshmark will pop up at the top of the rankings just because of the amount of activity that has been driving them and keeping them visible. So there are a lot of benefits to sharing. Now, the challenge with sharing is that if you have a lot of items, you had traditionally you had to go and share them one at a time. And I've talked about this on the podcast. I've, I actually wrote a chapter on this in the book, which I'll now have to update. But we have approximately 1,200 listings on Poshmark give or take. And to share each one out, uh, total, I would have to devote about an hour's worth of time just physically sharing each one individually. And then after that, as I've talked about on the mini series, I would go back and see who interacted with those listings, who shared them out, who liked them, who, who started following us. And then I would reciprocal share their listings. I would follow them back because it's important to engage within the community. And I, as I've talked about, that's a big part of building your following and getting traction on Poshmark is engaging within the Posh community. And I, again, I talk a lot about that on the Poshmark mini-series. So as you can imagine, participating in parties we're sharing to our followers can sometimes be very time-consuming. You know, it's, a, it's an hour's worth of time, and it's also a lot of, tedious activity just going through and sharing each individual listing. So uh, what bulk sharing allows you to do is to share multiple items simultaneously, whether it's to your followers or to a party. So let's talk a little bit about this and how this works and why it's such a significant update for the Poshmark platform. So first of all, on the platform at the top right, you'll notice that there's been a cosmetic change. It used to be a three-dot button now it looks like a tool icon. I think it's a wrench and uh, uh, crisscrossed with another tool. So that's just a minor cosmetic change. But when you click on that, you'll see a pull-down menu, and that's where you have a lot of your um, administrative functions. 
you now have a section called bulk listing actions. And you've got three options. You can bulk share. You can do a bulk offer. So if you wanted to run a sale and you wanted to, let's say, discount multiple items, you could do that through offers. And you can also edit listing prices uh, using the bulk listing actions. Now, today I'm going to focus mostly on sharing. So if you do bulk listing actions and share, what it'll do is it'll allow you to check off which items you want to bulk share. In other words, if you have 10 listings, instead of going through each individual one and sharing them, you can now go to bulk listing action share and then check off all 10 and then hit share and it'll the, the platform will share those 10 items. Absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love it. Uh, doing this has cut down the amount of time that I have to spend physically sharing those items. As I mentioned, with about uh, 1,100, 1,200 items, it usually would take me about an hour doing this one at a time. With bulk sharing, the actual tagging of the items and hitting that share button takes me about 20 minutes, 25 minutes max. And then uh, the platform will just run and share those listings. And that actually, it does it fairly quickly. And I'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the details with the actual sharing process. And what this does is, first of all, it saves me a lot of time. It also saves uh, some, some cramped finger muscles just hitting that share button over and over again. So it's really great for that. But this also frees up the time where I can really look at the interactions with our listings from other users and devote more time to, say, following them back or sharing their items. So it frees up a lot more time. And I think this is such a big enhancement. It's one that I've been, uh, one I've had on my wish list pretty much since day one. And the fact that they, they, they have added it, I applaud it. It is absolutely fantastic. So a couple of details, a couple of questions that I had before this came out when it was announced, and I can give you some answers to questions you may be wondering about. So is there a limit? And my answer is no. That was something I was wondering about. Would I be able to share 1,000 listings, would I be able to check them off? And the answer is yes. As far as I can tell, there doesn't seem to be an upper limit. And that was something I was wondering about. Would I only be able to check off, let's say, 100 items and share them at a time? As far as I can tell, there's no limit. You you can check off everything in your inventory. And what I recommend you do is if you only want to share active listings, you can use the filter to just narrow down to the uh, active listings. And of course, you can filter down further if it's a specific theme party. Uh, and then you can you can check off those items specifically. So that'll save you some time without having to sift through which ones are active and not, or which ones are relevant or not. So as far as I can tell, there's no limit to the amount of uh, items you can share. When I started this, one experiment I ran was, can I exit out of the app and do something else and then go back? Will it, will it continue sharing in the background? Now here, I, I want to share my observations on this. When I first tried this out, I exited the app and I would say, uh, you know, text someone or I would hop on social media or YouTube or something like that. And then I would go back to the app and I noticed that in the beginning it was sharing in the background. However, lately I have noticed that when I exit the app, let's say it's on item number 50, it's shared out item number 50. When I exit out of the app and then come back, let's say for a few minutes, I'll notice that it's not sharing in the background. It'll actually pick up 
at, let's say, item 51. So my recommendation, and I'm not sure why that is, because the first time I tried this, I noticed that it would continue sharing in the background. My guess is maybe because more people are using bulk sharing, it may, I don't know, it may not work as well uh, having it run in the background. Uh, It could be a server issue, whatever the reason might be. My observation recently is that uh, if you're going to bulk share, especially a lot of items, it's best to leave your phone active on the app. In other words, don't exit out of it. So what I recommend you do is leave the app open. And what I would do is I usually have my phone set to auto lock after a, you know a minute or so. So what I would do is I would temporarily disable that. And that way I can just leave my phone aside, put it on the table or whatever. And as it's, uh, and let it run. And so I recommend you do that before you bulk share a lot of items. You might want to do that. Or just, you know, uh, if you are if you have your phone next to you, you just make sure that it doesn't lock up uh, or just unlock it every, uh, you know, period that it, it auto locks or whatever. This way it'll keep sharing those items out. And it's super fast. I've noticed that it's maybe about 10 to 15 minutes uh, for Poshmark to run through all 1,000 plus listings. It's a lot faster than I was when I was doing this manually. So uh, that's one thing I've noticed is that you're going to want to leave it on the app as it's sharing out uh, um, multiple items. Uh, In terms of participation, now when I manually share this out, I notice that I get a lot of interactions from a lot of different users. I've noticed with bulk sharing, it tends to be less, fewer people interacting immediately. And my guess is because of the rate at which Poshmark is sharing out bulk listings or bulk sharing out listings that maybe it doesn't have as much uh, time or there's not as much time for people to interact. However, that's more in the short term. I do notice that the interactions uh, are more spread out over the long term. So people will notice them throughout the two hour of the party or afterwards. So you may notice that you won't get as much immediate reaction or participation or sharing or following activities from other users if you bulk share. However, you will see that overall it should even out. The other more important thing I've noticed is that our sales have actually ticked up. Uh, I don't know if that's a result of the bulk sharing per se, or if it's just the the changing nature of the market or whatnot, there could be many reasons for that. But I have noticed this year in particular that um, uh, our sales have definitely ticked up significantly, and that could also be a factor of it being 2021 as opposed to 2020. So overall, I have very positive feedback. I really think this is a, a huge feature, especially for those of you who have stores with lots of listings or if you plan on building up a Poshmark store. Um, my wish list, I hope they add a select all button. I know that's, uh, I mean, I, if if they don't add anything more to this, I'm happy with it as it is. I'll take it because nowadays uh, I love being able to participate in those parties and to just have that concentrated time of doing a bulk share as opposed to manually sharing out each individual item. In the future, though, if they add a select all button, I mean, that I I will be extremely happy. Uh, There's a lot more that I'm going to talk about, and I may do an update on the Poshmark miniseries, and there's some other features that I think are worth talking about over the coming weeks. 
But for today, I wanted to give you the big update on bulk sharing. The write-up will be available at bemovingforward.com. If I don't have it up by the air date, it should be up uh, within the next day or two. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Remember, we're moving back to our Thursday air date, and I'll be back next week.